Welcome to Minority Corner, where we take an introspective look at the world through an intersectional lens. I'm James, he, him. I'm a queer political activist, actor, comedian, self-proclaimed sexy blurred. That's a um, black nerd. And each week, I'm joined in the corner by other fabulous minorities and some allies tackling the news, pop culture, politics, media, entertainment, and history with a little self-care, self-love sprinkled throughout, all for our own personal and collective empowerment. Hello, everybody. Welcome, Corner Kids. I hope you all have had a wonderful Christmas or winter solstice, Hanukkah, Shaka Hanukkah, whatever you're getting into. And now it is time for the dessert of holidays because it's Kwanzaa time. Happy Kwanzaa, everybody. And it is our annual You Got Kwanzaa Holiday Special. So it's so funny that, you know, when Aneke and I had recorded this four years ago, we said four years ago that we were going to make the definitive Kwanzaa special to be played for the ages. And look, here we are. And we have. And we did. We we spoke it into existence. We said what we were going to do. And we did it. You know, it's just it's so funny. I love this. I love doing this annual release of this podcast of this uh, these corners, these Kwanzaa corners, because one, I think you it bears hearing the stories and traditions of Kwanzaa again and again. It's a very fun episode. And Neka and I just, you know, at our best. And it's it's also just so funny to look back at it four years ago when we had recorded it. Trump had just been elected. There was a lot of fear and anxiety. And at Minority Corner, we had decided right then and there, we're going to turn the beat around and we were just going to hold this administration's feet to the fire. We were going to stay active, stay engaged, stay just in it. And we did it. And you all, you did it. If you were here for the full four years, you were along for the ride. If you just joined in, you were here and you're you're still here and we still have more work to do but it's just really interesting i think looking back it's such a time capsule of a moment also for me personally 2016 was a rough year trump had been elected i just broken up with my boyfriend um love of my life who i thought my roommate had fallen off the roof and died which resulted in the police ransacking my apartment it was such a traumatic evening experience that resulted in me having ptsd for a few years and it just it honestly was just one of the hardest years of my life and yet it prepped me so well for 2020 for this year because i'm like as 2020 was unfolding, I was like, I know how to do this. I, I I know how to survive this because I've survived it before. And I think that's what we collectively have done in this year. In these past four years, we have survived a collective trauma. We have learned. We have grown. We have come together. And so snaps because, you know, this won't be the end of traumatic experiences from happening into our lives. It is part of the roller coaster of life, and it's how we persevere, how we handle it, how we go through the ride, and how we come out at the other side. So, way to go, y'all. It is, we're flipping the script, we're flipping the switch. And, you know, just really think, you know, for me personally, my guiding spirit has always been the phoenix that is always, always rises from the ashes, and that's what we were doing. So, collective snaps all around. So this Kwanzaa episode, it has, it, it changed my life. I'll tell you this. Once we did this Kwanzaa annual, once we did our first one, 
me and my family have been celebrating off and on, kind of. We do our best, but we've been doing our, our version of Kwanzaa um, every year. So y'all are going to learn about this wonderful tradition and celebration. And you can celebrate, too, even if you're not black. You can Everyone can participate in these beautiful principles. Bring your fam together, both given and chosen. Um, yeah. Oh. But first, all right, we got some holiday treaty treats for you before we get into our Kwanzaa annual. I just want to point out queer women, queer, queer, queer women are having a moment in cinema and I am so here for it. The last three movies that I watched, not including Tenet, which like I watched Tenet, I enjoyed it. I have no idea what the fuck happened. Like someone explained it to me. What did I just watch? I don't understand what happened. What time period is it? Anyways, but I appreciate the last three movies that I watched featured queer women front and center. Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Snaps of Viola Davis, just amazing. Chadwick Boseman is a monologue that's just going to break you. It'll break you because it's just so meta on so many levels. Powerful performance. Give them all the Oscars. The Prom, which we talked about last week. And then The Happiest Season which is, you know, the queer Christmas rom-com to watch this year, which is funny that we even have, like, a few to choose from. I'm going to bypass the Lifetimes, the Christmas setup, which is, like, Fran Dresser being a very, like, cool-with-it mom who's setting up her gay son who comes back home with this other, like, local, I don't know, gay sweetheart from high school. I don't know. Skipping that, boring, cliche, glad it exists, not for me. I thought Happiest Season was going to be very much the same thing, but what reeled me in was people were raving about it. And, you know, I became a bit of a stan of uh, Kirsten Stewart this year. She won me over with that Charlie's Angels that nobody watched and I'm always talking about. And I'm a huge stan of Clea Duvall. She's really dope. Really appreciate her. And this movie... It did not disappoint. It was really dope. Aubrey Plaza's up in it. And it was for the first time I saw, for one, it was just a really well done rom-com. It subverts a lot of the cliches. It felt very grounded, but still having funny slapsticky moments and characters. And it just, the plot was just something so unique. And what I maybe realized is for one, it was, I got to see, it was such a relatable sort of going back to your partner or your significant others, um, meeting their parents for the first time, especially around the holidays. And it was the first time I really connected with it. I didn't have to like see myself through these, you know, straight people or like find my way to connect to it. It was like, oh yeah, there, I felt those things that these, you know, uh, <laughs> queer ladies were, were, were feeling or, or experiencing. So it just was such a breath of fresh air to, you know, not have to jump through so many hoops to connect to a story or to see yourself in a story and just see it a little bit more. I mean, so, you know, a bunch of white people, but, uh, you know, at least the queer thing had that going. So I appreciated it. And I will say, too, we're so layered. Queer stories are so much more layered than straight stories, I would say. The stakes are higher. There's just more um, things that we are having to navigate in our lives. And it just was so well represented in, in that story. And it just made me even realize still where I am um, on my journey and my family, what we are on this uh, queer ass journey that I'm making everybody go through. Not making. You're welcome. It's a dope journey. So you should be so lucky. Anyways, check it out. Highly recommend. Get cozy. Jingle jingle. Still very big sure seen it. And also... Britney and Backstreet Boys have a new bop called Matches. Have you heard? Are you excited? I'm a, you know, I'm, I have blind bias, so I can't, I don't know if it's good. I don't know if it's not. Britney could 
look at a phone book and twirl on it. And I'm like, she's so talented. <laughs> okay, we're going to get into the annual Kwanzaa special. Uh, it is Aneke. She is back for this. It is a good time. So we're going to take you on a magical adventure to the meaning of Kwanzaa. We have a Kwanzaa quiz. If you've listened to this, uh, the annual before, test your knowledge and also see what you remember. And then if you, this is your first time, you are just, you're in for a magical, Miss Frizzle, magical school bus Kwanzaa adventure. Because get ready, y'all. You about to get Kwanzaa right now. Let's go. Get ready for your Kwanzaa quiz happening. Do I need to sing a song? Yeah. Kwanzaa Quizlet, Kwanzaa Quizlet, Kwanzaa, 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 Kwanzaa Quizlet. Okay, Aneke, it is you and I trying to solve this together. So It's like one of uh, those rooms where you like have to solve the mystery before the buzzer. Yeah, don't kill me. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that would be the saddest thing ever is that like as you and I try to... You know, celebrate Kwanzaa. We we get murdered. That this ticket. This is a dark twist. I don't. Let's move away. This is not a Krampus Kwanzaa Christmas. Oh, yeah. This, this is, is, it's, is like a, it's almost like the Minority Corner team building exercise. It is. I like yeah. that. So welcome everybody to the team building exercise. Work retreat. Here we go. Work retreat. So, uh, true or false, Aneke? Let's solve this together. Kwanzaa right. is a religious holiday. That's false. I know that. It's an academic holiday. Well, I, I'm going to say false, too. I'm going to uh, go with your uh, answer. So we'll find okay. out if that's true. All right. Question number two. Follow along, listeners. What do you think as well? Kwanzaa was created by an American in the 1960s amid a political and social movement to build a sense of cultural pride in the African-American community. Who was this founder? A, I mean, I don't know. Well, we have, <laughs> we have four. No, we have four options to help us out. Woo! Oh, okay. All right. A, Malcolm X, B, Marcus Garvey, D, you really, this is... C, Dr. Manuelana Maulana Karanaga, or sure. D, Stokely Carmichael. It's the one you can't pronounce. <laughs> yes, I think that is the right one, too. Uh, Dr. Maulana Karanaga. That's what also, I think, Also, I like how you picked the most, like... You should have just been like, A, Oprah Winfrey, B, Rosa Parks. Like, the most notable black people you could C, Stacey Dash. <laughs> Do you imagine? Oh, ding, 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 ding. I'm pretty Dash. sure Stacey Dash is not selling. She's. She's not trying to drive Kwanzaa. as far away from Kwanzaa as fucking possible. <laughs> she is probably like what is like the the least Kwanzaa holiday. She's like celebrating St. Patrick's Day or something. Like, Basically, she's like, is it in another month? Are black people not around? I'm celebrating that shit because I'm Stacy Dash and I'm an idiot. <laughs> That's how she pretty much signs off on all of her sentences. <laughs> all right, number three. Why is Kwanzaa celebrated over seven days? You have four options. One, A, there are seven days in a week. <laughs> okay. B, there are seven central principles and values to reflect on, one for each day. C, the number seven is a symbol of perfection and unity in ancient Africa. Mm. Or D, none of the above. Is the number two one. That sounds right. Yeah, I'm going to go with letter B, number two. Uh, there <laughs> 
That's what yes. I would say too. Yeah, I feel like we're applying for like a, a application together, like an application. We're not doing to, like, that right. We're not. <laughs> I believe it's like an application for you and I, like to be like Kwanzaa like aficionados or something. No, I we're the Kwanzaa we're... representatives, and they are going to go with probably Gail and Oprah. Not. <laughs> oh, I know. We're like competing to try to get like to be like the the king and queen of kwanzaa Ooh, i love that gail and oprah better not beat us out this year they always beat every us. year we're the underdogs in that race god damn it Ugh, gail <laughs> mm. all right she still owes me five dollars but anyways Ooh, number she four pay you back okay she needs to you know she can mm-hmm. number four which of the following is not one of the seven principles celebrated at kwanzaa mm. a wait unity. hold on james oh what didn't you just answer the last question with this question? Maybe. <laughs> I didn't make this quiz. VBS did it. And this is also underneath the Black Cultural Connect slash quizzes slash what is Kwanzaa section on PBS. So good. So good. Wait, so Number PBS four, came up with Dr. Martin Luther King, Stokely Carmichael, and Marcus Garvey? Oh, PBS, yes. you dialing this in. <laughs> They know it's going to be hard enough for folks. So number four, Mm -hmm. which of the following is not one of the seven principles celebrated at Kwanzaa? Okay. A, unity. B, faith. C, self-determination. Or D, remembrance. Faith. I'm going to go with faith because I think we're going with that this is not a religious holiday. This is an academic holiday. So academics like to keep faith away from things unless they're studying it. Oh, good save, good save. Mm. All right, there are uh, seven questions, perhaps in honor of the seven days of Kwanzaa. So number five, (laughs) the name Kwanzaa comes from the phrase Matuanda Ya Kwanzaa, which means first fruits in Swahili. Oh. there, There is an extra A at the end of Kwanzaa because A, Americans needed a way to pronounce the word correctly. See what happened with my name on that one, but all right. Well, go ahead. Sometimes I add in a third N. (laughs) B, seven children wanted to represent a letter of Kwanzaa during the first celebration, and so the extra A was added. Hmm. Or C, observers wanted to reflect the difference between the African-American celebration Kwanzaa and the Swahili spelling Kwanzaa. It has to be that third one, because as soon as I heard the second A, I thought African-American. Really? I was going to go with the second answer. Oh. Look at us. A path Ooh, diverges debating. into two. Uh-oh. Because uh, I feel like in the video I watched or something, they were like, they don't want the child to be left out. And Kwanzaa talks a lot about children. See, you watched a video. I didn't watch that video. Oh, see? Study up. I just, I watched you... the beginning of it. Oh, just the beginning of it. You did watch. That's why I was like, I thought you watched the same video. Okay, what are you thinking, Eke? Which one do you think we should go with? I think that we should keep our separate stances because it makes it more exciting. Well, one of us is going to fail. That's fine. (laughs) All right, here we go. Last one. What is, oh wait, no, there's two more. What is the name of the symbolic object that holds the candles of Kwanzaa? A, menorah. No. B, Kinara. Mm. C, African candelabra. Get that out of my face. <laughs> Get that answer out of my face. Oh my God. Face. I, kind of wish, <laughs> I kind of wish it was an African candelabra. Candelabra? I want. It's a candelabra. Yo. Oh, it's a candelabra? That's the name. I that's... like... 
I like candelabra better. No, a candelabra is just something that holds candles, like a fancy way of saying that. And I like how they just slap uh, on African in the beginning. Come on. <laughs> PBS. That's to fool you. PBS, All right, last one. They were. Uh, last one. True or false, anyone can celebrate Kwanzaa. That's tr- no, it's false. Only black people <laughs> Duh! Everybody! That's what... Uh, <laughs> no shit! Yes, I've, I... Yeah, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm dead. I'm dying. Could you imagine? Can you imagine? False. No! You better give me that candelabra back. You ain't black. What give if I that. did that? I was like, I'm sorry, Andrew. Only black people can celebrate Kwanzaa. You go in the and other so, room while I do this by and mean, myself. And, and me, yeah, meanwhile, you're just in your Kwanzaa corner just by yourself and, like, Andrew's trying to like look at you. You're like, look away. This, this is, is not for, for you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is right. Everyone, I believe, can celebrate. We got an 85%. Six what did we get seven. wrong? I think, um, find out. It only gives you, you the percentage? The right... <laughs> Why won't they tell me what I did wrong? Oh, PBS. Well, I'm gonna, my hunch says uh, I answered incorrectly on that one because I went with my answer because I thought it was correct, but you were right on yeah. that one. Double A for African American. Actually, that's not oh, yeah. what it's for. Here- it's just to differentiate between it because I always remember that Kwanzaa is an African American holiday, not an African holiday. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, in honor that everyone can celebrate Kwanzaa, let's <laughs> all dive in and figure and understand even more what is Kwanzaa so let's do it I love it and you know what I hope this inspires some people to actually celebrate Kwanzaa this year absolutely I agree so well let's do it yay hi I'm Joe Firestone and I'm Manolo Moreno and we host after game show a podcast where listeners submit games and we play them regardless of quality with a dozen listeners from around the world We've had folks call in from as far as Sweden, South Africa, and the Philippines. Here's an example. This is a game we call Zooey Deschanel, where you turn a celebrity's name into an animal pun. You have an example, Manolo? Brad Gorilla Pit. Oh, that's a pun on Gorilla Pit? Yep. I don't know. That's that's... Brad Pitt. Oh, okay. That's a high-quality game that you could expect. Dr. Game Show has new episodes every other Wednesday on Maximum Fun. Check us out, please. Hi, it's me, Dave Hill, from before. Here to tell you about my brand new show on Maximum Fun, the Dave Hill Good Time Hour, which combines my old Maximum Fun show, Dave Hill's podcasting incident, with my old radio show, The Goddamn Dave Hill Show, into one new futuristic program from the future. If you like delightful conversation with incredible guests, technical difficulties, and actual phone calls from real-life listeners, you've just hit a street called easy. I'm also joined by my incredible co-host, the boy criminal Chris Gersbeck. Say hi, Chris. Hey, Dave. It's really great. That's enough, Chris. And New Jersey chicken rancher, Des. Say hi, Des. Hey, Dave. The Dave Hill Good Time Hour. Brand new episodes every Friday on Maximum Fun. Plus, the show's not even an hour. It's 90 minutes. Take that, stupid rules. So um, we kind of talked about this in the Quizlet a little bit, but just a little background information that it was started, Kwanzaa was started back in 1966 during the Civil Rights Movement. Deep in it. Deep in it, right? Mm-hmm. And it was started by Dr. Mawalana 
Karinga. That sounds right. Let me take a stab at it. Maulana, Let me take a stab. Maulana Karinga. Dr. Maulana Karinga. Yeah, Dr. Maulana Karinga. Took me three tries, but I got it. So he's yeah. also the professor and chairman of black studies at California State uh, University, Long Beach, which I think is both oh. random and dope. Like I like that it's a state university and it isn't one of these like hoity-toity Ivy schools because yeah. this is a holiday for the people. Absolutely. And I also like mean, Long Beach, you are sitting on an amazing gem of information and knowledge. Everybody needs to go take classes with Dr. Mawalana Karanga. Yes, I completely agree. So he started it after the Watts riots in LA and he wanted to create a way to bring black folks together and create a sense of community and celebration. So when I heard that, I was like, oh, damn, this holiday is hella dope. And Mm -hmm. why have I not been celebrating this? Looking at you, mom. It's like unity for black people during a time of need, specifically African-Americans. We came to this country. We got all of our cultural reference stripped away from us. Like, literally, we didn't come here to assimilate. We were brought here and we were forced to leave it behind. So I say, right on. Let's yeah. create something new for us. And that was exactly the idea behind this holiday was that he wanted it, you know, to be... Because, you know, like, a lot of cultures have, like, their parades or, like, you know, they have, like, the Irish parade or they have, you know, Dias de, de los Muertos. Like, a lot of different cultures here in the U.S. still have, like, you know, their big holidays. Their attachments to home. Right. And so this, we wanted to create sort of like a week-long celebration, more than just, like, you know, Black History Month, but, like, a concentrated week that was actually really rooted in African traditions and language and identities and and things like that. So I love it. Almost, like, really, especially, like, now more than ever, like, we need... The world needs Kwanzaa right now. I completely agree. And that was the idea that, like, so it's it comes from the word fresh fruit. Um, mm-hmm. Or from first Swah- fruit. First fruit. Yes, that's true. <laughs> that's even more true. Well, depending <laughs> on your translation. <laughs> I like that. There you go. There, um, there you go. But yeah, first fruit, as a, an is more correct translation of the harvest celebrations in Swahili. Because you um, know I speak Swahili so well. You good. That is another thing, though, too. It's like I was watching this uh, one of Trevor Noah's documentaries and stuff. And like down in mm-hmm. South Africa, they speak like five different languages. That's impressive. That's the one thing that I want to bring up real quickly, too, about Africa. Every single African nation had some oppressor, and those oppressors brought their languages. So the majority of Africans speak one or two of the native languages, Mm -hmm. and then they speak the language of whoever the oppressor was, which is like, you know, English, French, Belgium, whatever, Portuguese. And sometimes they speak like multiple of those. Like Trevor Noah speaks like uh, German, English, I think Swahili, like it's just like five. But yeah, you're totally right. So we need to hurry up and get with the program, America. Yeah, we are how many languages do fuck? <laughs> One, if you're lucky, and not even all that well. Barely. <laughs> Speaking things all kinds of crazy. Um, but this Kwanzaa combines aspects of several different harvest celebrations, um, such as Ashanti, not to be confused the with singer? the singer. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> Not I to be do. confused. It was a, it was a soft. Not pitch. to be confused with uh, R and B. I'm not gonna say princess because she was never my R and B princess because that's Aaliyah. 
But wait, is it a Shawnee or a Shanti? Oh, no, you're right. I'm reading this wrong. A Shawnee. I just wanted to talk about a Shanti for a second. I do not disagree <laughs> with you. I think we need to bring her up whenever. Because would she, she, everyone wanted to tout her off as like R&B princess, but she's not my princess. Not my princess. She wasn't that great. Not my princess. Not my princess either. <laughs> I agree with you. Shanti, hashtag but, I mean, not my princess. Is she anybody's princess right now? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, you know what? I, she's not really doing anything, so I'm not going to talk shit about her. I'm only going to talk shit about people who are actually like out there doing things and then because now i feel kind of bad because she can't sell a record <laughs> was she with she did a lot of songs with ja she was Rule, all up on the so trouble. both of them are not doing anything neither she also made that one song Ooh, baby oh baby you're my baby he baby where they actually counted yes. how many times she says baby in it and it's 56 times 56 <laughs> yeah 56 times that's <laughs> That's amazing. So anyway, so it combines a Shawnee, Zulu, and mm-hmm. Swahili, right? The basis of... I like yeah. that. And so each family can celebrate Kwanzaa in their own way. So everyone is trying to figure out, well, how am I going to do it? Every family can do it. In how the- am I going <laughs> to do it? Well, good news is you can figure out how your family does it. A lot of times there is oh, usage good. of African drums. There's a lot of storytelling, poetry reading. Um, it's sort of like just a big like festival in your house of like art and culture and family this. togetherness. This sounds good. It also sounds like with the storytelling, African drums, and poetry reading, sounds like Berkeley. Yeah, I mean, essentially, it's just Berkeley in your living room. <laughs> and so then, yeah, so I and there'll be a large traditional meal, especially on the final night. And mm-hmm. each night, the family gathers together around the canara, so that is the candle holder, which we learned in the quiz. We got it right. High five. Woo. Um, Yes. And then um, one of the seven principles is discussed, which uh, in Swahili is called Nuguzu Zaba. Mmm. Nuguzu Zaba. Yes. So, and we'll talk about that later. Oh, yeah. Yes, we will. So you have values okay, cool. um, of, you know, so we talked about values of African culture, which contribute to building and reinforcing community among African Americans. And this is celebrated between the dates of January 26th all the way to... You mean December. That's exactly it. Yes. I'm sorry. People are going to mark it in their calendars and be like, oh my God, I missed it because of James. A month oh, late man, and qua- a dollar short. This is this is why Oprah and Gail are beating us out. No, but in the you Kwanzaa know what we got. King and you know Queen. What? Okay, I'm not. You gonna know give what up. we got? We okay. got a heart, though. Okay, well that's true. Because they have like all these. Re- you know, it's just you and I. They have like a team of people. But and you know what? We are cute. ragtag, and I love the it. Underdogs here. They might be the Harlem Globetrotters with all their like you know razzmatazz, but we got. But we're skill. the bad news bears. <laughs> okay. I would love to see that matchup. The Bad what? News Bears versus the Harlem Globetrotters. First of all, playing two different mashup. sports. I know, baseball and basketball. And one of them's just really terrible, and the other one's just like all this fancy moves. Superstars! <laughs> all right, so the real dates for Kwanzaa, mark your calendars, and this is why we had to bump our Christmas episode till after... You got kwanzaa Christmas. You got kwanzaa Christmas, because I... Kwanzaa happens directly right after Christmas. So um, move move over Boxing Day. It's Kwanzaa time. So December Ooh. 26th yes. to uh, January 1st. Nice. All right. Now we get it. to the seven principles. So each day you would like. Wait, wait. Oh. Can I pause you? Yeah. 
this year marks the 50th anniversary. Oh, yeah, Aneki, that's so right. Do you want to talk about that? Well, I mean, if it was discovered in 1966, and this is 2006, 50th anniversary. And you know what? Everybody's talking about 2016 being a shit year. Let's leave it with a beautiful, wonderful hug of Kwanzaa. That's what I think is so beautiful about this holiday. It's such a great way to sort of wrap up the year and really talks about, like, because, listen, like, on the 25th, everybody goes to their presents, and they unwrap (laughs) shit, and they leave in a mess. But the idea is, like, you can celebrate Christmas and then, or whatever holiday you celebrate. But then the next day, then you get seven days of, like, family togetherness and cultural enrichment. You know, it's really beautiful. It's really the best way to end the year. So I really say, let's do this. So seven principles. Each day you would talk about what one of these principles are. I love it. On the first day. um, On the first day day of Kwanzaa, Kwanzaa, we talked about this. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So the first day is about unity. And this Mm. is from the word umoja. Umoja. Yeah, I said that right because so this is... they phonetically spelt it. So thank you. Thank you. His... Thank you. We need thank, it. Thank you, history.com. My segment is not phonetic, so watch out. <laughs> Hold on. So in the first day, you're going to talk about unity. Uh, so as a family, you gather around. Um, and you also, mm. everyone would drink out of the unity cup. So they would pass. Nobody better have no cold sores. Nah, because they don't want to be spreading that around. Grandma don't need Mm-mm. that. So you would sip, sip out of the unity cup. You could put whatever you want into this unity cup. You could put water. Oh. You could put milk or wine. None of those options. What about some like sparkling Eggnog? cider? Okay, yeah, sure. And so everyone drinks out of the unity cup, and then the last okay. person, I think it's like usually the older sibling, will take the last sip and then pour it into this bowl, and you give a libation to the family members who are not there. So oh, it's a way nice. of like looking back at your ancestors, and so by giving them some backwash. Sorry, <laughs> I had to. I'm sorry. On it, um, but I'm it's just sorry. I think it was like considered like bad. Uh, bad energy to finish off like the, because it is just like bad because it is kind of backwash it was bad like yeah. energy to drink that and it was like give that to those who are not your ancestors who are not here they would they'll accept that because they're like you they'll know, accept it i'm dead i don't need the good part and they're they're accepting some of the essence of all of the family members from the backwash exactly yeah that's exactly it mm-hmm. i hate to go last though <laughs> No, me too. Sorry, big brother. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So that was December 26th. Yes, 26th. And so just a little brief. So unity, the idea was to strive for and maintain unity in the family and community, nation, and race. So it's really beautiful. Mm. The whole entire family would have a conversation about this. Um, I would be really great, like, as a six-year-old to be having this conversation about, you can maybe even talk about, like, what your family goals for the year might be, strengths and weaknesses. It's really like a family team huddle which is dope i love it that's really sweet then the second day is about self-determination so we got this so december 27th december 27th it is uh in swahili is pronounced kugichagu lia good thing you had that because i'm Uh. looking at this word right now and i don't even know where to start yeah we gotta really learn this language and so then you talk about self-determination on the second day and so now to, to define ourselves name ourselves, create for ourselves, mm. and speak yes. for ourselves. Ooh, so, I love this. That is a day of empowerment, you know? This is Black Lives Matters Day. Exactly. Like, essentially, right? And also just like, you mm-hmm. know, who are you? You know, six-year-old little girl mm. drink. you know, who are you? You know? Who um, are you? <laughs> 
All right. So then we're on December 28th. Your birthday. My birthday. Well, Aneke, get ready to Kwanzaa on your birthday. Gross. Because today, my little Kwanzaa baby. Yes. We are going to talk about collective work and responsibility. Oh. (laughs) It is time to work on your day. (laughs) That's my birthday is collective work and responsibility. How fucking, god damn it. You thought you'd get like, you know, presents day. Um, or like you know unity love yeah trust whatever no it's like bills (laughs) (laughs) well let's look into this so it's the swahili word is ugima 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 yeah Mm. ugima um so So on this collective work and responsibility day uh it's to build and maintain our community together and make our brothers and sisters problems our problems and solve them together i feel like so I'm taking on other people's problems on my birthday. <laughs> what a beautiful act, Aneke. Like, you were kind it's of a- like, that is beautiful. You are going down it's in history. It is. It's a lot of responsibility to be the Kwanzaa baby. Listen, you, it's just your job. And God, you know what? the worst day of Kwanzaa. Not too, just, man. okay, listen, Kwanzaa Grinch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> listen, Kwanzaa Scrooge. <laughs> But if you think about it's, it, it's actually very sweet. I like it. And it's not just, and like, you know, really like also like uh, in Buddhist practices, we talk about being of service. So what a beautiful gift to like on your birthday is actually like a day of service because everyone, it's not just you. Like we all talk about how um, mm. we're going to take these problems on. And so it's like, if we all take yes. on these problems, it lightens the load for everyone. So really everyone doing this for your birthday, that should be your the birthday gift that you demand from everybody. Take some of this load. Yeah. Take some of this work and responsibility. So that way it lightens you know what? the work for you. I'm into it. And also, I say this is this sounds like a community shop day. Like, Ooh. on December 28th, if you want to celebrate a little bit of Kwanzaa, go shop locally. Ooh. Go to that neighborhood shop and, like, buy some goods from the... Don't go to, like, the big box store. Don't go do to, it. like, your local... Haberdashery. City, mm-hmm. um, neighbor-employed place and support your community. Yeah, I like this that you're actually taking a little bit step further of how in Kwanzaa, each one of these days, you can maybe also do acts so it's not just you know we sit around we have these conversations and then we go act and be yeah. about it right so maybe even yes. vol- maybe it's a volunteer day maybe it's a day where Ooh, you, you like to you write to your a congress person or you donate something or it's like yeah i think it's like community day how can you yeah um, enrich the community so that's a good idea i love that that's wonderful we're we're we just gave kwanzaa an upgrade so take that gail and Oprah. You're welcome, Kwanzaa. <laughs> All right. The next day, Aneka's birthday is over. She is now a year older. I'm now old. She's now old. Now she is. Uh, this <laughs> December 29th. Is cooperative economics. Uh-oh. Maybe hold off on buying locally. Because this is about... <laughs> ooh, ooh, oh, never mind. Is, Damn it. Yeah. I jumped the gun. So I guess what you could do, co- collective work and responsibility, would be how like helping out the community. Maybe helping out like an elderly person, do some chores. Yeah. Yeah. Um, go scr- yeah, go take out an old person's garbage, feed their cat, hang out with them, read stories to a baby. Yeah. So get so so the other day on your birthday it's like community day. Go out and do it. Yes. And now we get to go shopping. I think maybe. Okay. So, so Ujama 
And it says Ujama. to build and maintain our own stores, shops, and other businesses and to profit from them together. So shop black. Oh, yeah. So Go basically to- take everything that I just said and apply it to this day and this- ignore that I said it for the previous yes. day. Yes. This is actually, you know, we should reclaim Black Friday and say that December 29th is the real Black Friday. Yes. African American what- Friday. Oh, yeah, that's true. But it's not a Friday. This year it's going to be a Thursday. Oh, that's true. So it doesn't work. It's Wait. Black Thursday, y'all. <laughs> so it's like, but it's Wednesday. I'm like, I don't care. Call I it know. Black Friday. So I guess we can't record it. <laughs> but yeah, shopping, especially like towards, uh, shop local. And specifically, this is yes. an African, I'm going to say this, shop at African-American black stores. Because this is mm. a black and African-American holiday. So we really want to make yes. sure we're focusing towards that. So go yeah. like, eat at black and African like restaurants and foods and yes. support African and black businesses on December 29th in honor of Kwanzaa. I am loving I this love day. It. This is, I'm loving this holiday. Kwanzaa's great. I kind of feel, I need <laughs> to celebrate Kwanzaa this year. I think I'm going to take the initiative and do it. I think I'm going to do it too. So I'm excited. Me too. Except I'm going to be in England, so I don't know what, I'm, I'm sure there's some black lady store or something. I'll go to, I'm sure there's a beauty supply store I can like go There's to. hella black people in England. But I'm going to be like in the southern. There's hella, my people are there. There's so many Jamaicans over there because okay. we're an old English colony. Go mm. buy yourself a Jamaican meat patty and call it a day. Okay. Thank you. All right. You're welcome. <laughs> Solves. See how we solve this shit? Uh, and then now we are on December 30th. Purpose. Mm. Also known as Nia. Nia. Like Nia Long. Oh, that's a beautiful name. That's exactly it. That's what Nia Long's... Yeah. Nia, Nia Long's name means purpose. Beautiful. That's really nice, I actually. I love I like Nia that Long. One. I saw her Me at the too. gym. She was in Big Mama's house, the first one. Um, mm-hmm. It was playing on the at the gym. And I was just like, damn, Nia Long, I miss you. I'm sorry Hollywood didn't I know how to- I miss her, too. I'm sorry Hollywood didn't know how to treat you and do such she's amazing things. She's in something. Mm. She's in um, the remake of Beaches. Oh, good. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that she's doing something outside of Big Mama's house. So, yeah, oh yeah. on this day, it's to make our collective vocation the building and developing of our community in order to restore our people to their traditional greatness. So first okay, of so all, hold you, up. you talk about that. We would have a conversation about that. And then I guess maybe brainstorm yeah. ideas of how you would go and do that. Is this a combination of the past two days? No. What do you mean? Okay. Well, okay, so we are to make our collective vocation the building and developing of our... Oh, so this is preserving our cultural culture, Mm -hmm. preserving ourselves. So it's like you sit around and you say, like, how can we preserve our culture? Is it like... And so you have a conversation about that. How do we preserve it? I think part of, like, celebrating things like Kwanzaa is a way to preserve it. Maybe focusing on, like, what sort of art you can study. Also just, like, learning more about our history and culture. So maybe it's a day where you, like, watch a documentary, right? It's like digging... It's a day where you'd have these conversations and then you dig deeper into blackness and African-Americanness. I love it. And I have a documentary I'd like to suggest, if you don't mind. Yeah. It is on Netflix, and it is this documentary that I discovered a couple days ago. It's really heartwarming. It's called Floyd Norman, An Animated Life. Mm. And it's about the first um, African-American animator for Disney. Oh, dope. Yeah. And he's amazing. He's worked on everything from the Jungle Book to fucking Pixar. He worked in Pixar to Hanna-Barbera to comic books to everything. He had his fingers in it. And he's 81 and he's 
still working for Disney. He got fired and they asked him to come back. Like you, I think it's perfect for this day because it, shows our community what we've been doing, what we can do, and what we're still doing. Yes. Yes. So, on Nia Long Day, uh, (laughs) Nia Long your way into more black history and culture. So whatever that means for you, dig deep. And then we get to the next day. We're on day six here. It is our day of creativity. Kumba. December 31st. December 31st. We're, it's Kumba day. Kumba, Kumba. 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 See, we're already doing Kumba because we're getting creative by making a song about Kumba day. So, boom. Oh, I love this. Um, So in Kumba, we, to do always as much as we can in the way that we can in order to leave our community more beautiful and beneficial than when we inherited it. So get creating oh, some art, it. make it beautiful. Maybe it's a day where you write a play, or maybe you guys get together as a family and you put on a little talent show and put on some like you know wigs yeah. or something, or go take a dance class. <laughs> um, yes, do it before you get too drunk that yeah. night, because I know how I know y'all. Yeah. Well, so hopefully it's, you're it's not. New are New Year's you, Eve. Are you still drinking out out of that Unity cup? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> The Unity Put cup, cup down, okay? And get creative. So maybe just think in the morning. Right, yeah, we already did that. So maybe you go <laughs> out and like write some poetry. Do something creative about blackness. You know, don't just like, you yes. know, write something on some, some chalk on a sidewalk. Unless you write like black, then okay. But like, you know. Sure. <laughs> but remember, we're, this whole entire purpose of whatever you do, it is all about to dig deeper into black culture, uplift and celebrate black culture so yeah and so like i mean even if it's this is just good exercises if you want to reorganize something to make it look jazzier or put on a fun sweater that you feel creative in this is good for all like i feel like i'm gonna do this and it's gonna empower myself yes again i would love all of these as long as like in the forefront of your mind the focus is like connecting to black culture and african like history um you know, like yeah. as long as that is like, I don't want it because I don't want it. I don't want this holiday because this will be the next holiday that gets like reappropriated. And we're like, oh, God. oh no. Well, I mean, I am black. So I was just thinking empowering myself. Oh, yeah, so. absolutely. You, you know? <laughs> but I guess for those who are outside, then it's like you got to, you know, how do you you have the challenge of how do you respectively participate without detracting and taking away from its purpose? Yeah, I think just keeping in mind that this is an African-American holiday and that you're celebrating, like you've been saying, celebrating African-American culture Mm -hmm. is, there's nothing wrong with that. Right. Finding your way to do it without being a Rachel Dolezal. Yeah, you don't need to go that far. All right. Last day, (laughs) Faith, also known as Imani. Ooh, we were wrong. Faith is in there. Oh, that's the one that we got wrong. So that means I got the quiz right and you got it wrong. I like how that's what you bring up. <laughs> oh my god. You are competitive. <laughs> oh my god, we are like brother and sister because that was some brother sister stuff. And that's exactly I mean, what... <laughs> I wasn't participating in that competitive nature. I guess it goes against the uh meaning of <laughs> I was doing is there a game one? What day was that? There was not. What's competitive day? No, there's not. Okay. There's no competitive name. <laughs> I someone needs to get back in the Kwanzaa spirit and celebrate some what was it what unity e- emoja yeah you need emoja and you need a little bit of ujima maintain our community together 
<laughs> Fair enough. Oh man. Okay. Uh, so Faith is actually a part of. Uh, it is a part of uh, the Kwanzaa practices, and so it's the last day. It's to believe with all of our heart and our people, our parents, our teachers, our leaders, and the righteousness and victory of our struggle. Oh, but hold up! This is not religious faith. This is just faith in our people. Right, but the quiz still just asks about faith. Um, so PBS. Trick they question. Were kinda, See, you were, were lazy. You you were trying to give them shit, and they tricked us. They got they did. They did trick us did. because this faith is more of like support and believing of our people. That's true. Yeah. So on that last <laughs> day, you gather around and you just say, "Ooh, I believe," or something. I don't know. I, I love you. I love you. Hug people. Hug people. And also maybe just even like, you know, re- maybe have a conversation about who are our teachers and our leaders. Um, and just sort of like looking back into our history of where we're going, and where we, where we were and where we're going. And just really celebrating that. Yeah, call your mom. Mm-hmm. Call your dad. Call, the, you appreci- call your grandparents. And even like tell them, you know what, I appreciate you for the struggles that you went through as, you know, X, Y, and Z. As a black woman. As, you know... Whatever. And sometimes people, it's nice to hear that because maybe they don't even think twice about their experience, but you just acknowledging it is is beautiful and having a conversation about that. Feels good. So those are the seven days. Each one of the days you light a candle and that's uh, what what you... I love it. All of these are just wonderful, heartwarming, you know, and active. They're, They're verbs too. Like you can go and do these things. You can actively do these things. Absolutely. And I would encourage, especially all of our black listeners uh, who have connections to, who identify as black or have family members who are black or have any bit of blackness within you. I think now more than ever, this is a holiday that we should all absolutely dive into and celebrate. Um, And those who are not, you can absolutely uplift. You can still participate in in your own ways as well. But I definitely, like, I'm with you. I definitely want to celebrate some Kwanzaa this year. I don't know why. Yeah. I never have. I, you know, I think one person in my family tried to, and then... I know. It's just one of those things where people... I feel like it takes a lot of effort and our media isn't there promoting it, you yeah, know? This should be also, like, they should, on the, you know, 6 o'clock news of, like, all right, today's emoji, emoja for all you folks who are celebrating Kwanzaa. And just, like, I think people just don't That'd know what awesome. it, No one knew what it was. I didn't know what all these each I don't know. were. I and know. honestly, it takes a lot. Like, what we're doing right now, I, you know, we all have, like, eight-second attention spans. Mm-hmm. So I see all this stuff, I'm like, ooh, that's a lot. And then I move on. So mm-hmm. this is good. This is really like cementing it in for me. And hopefully all you guys who are listening and this can kind of help you celebrate it as well. I'm going to write some cute cards up, be like a little advent calendar for a week. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, that's and right. enjoy each thing. Put a little plug on. Mm-hmm. All right. And okay, let's go over to you and talk about what the seven symbols are of how there's a certain sort of setup that you got to have uh, as well to celebrate Kwanzaa properly. Love it. Let's do it. Minority Corner is supported in part by the Audible Podcast Development Program. Your podcast could be the next one everyone's talking about. Yes, Corner Kids, you know we've been talking about this for a while because I want to make sure that none of y'all miss out on this great opportunity. A new year is approaching. You've got these ideas. It is time to put things into action. 
idea plus plan plus execution equals success. So let's get this out here into the ethers. If you have an original podcast idea, y'all, Audible wants to hear it and wants to help you get it heard. This is such a great opportunity. This is a great time to get this going for yourself. So Audible is looking for the next generation of storytellers from diverse perspectives, cultures, regions, and identities. Sounds like y'all apply now to get 10,000 G's to develop your podcast. Y'all, that is uh, some great seed money for your beautiful storytelling. The world needs to hear your stories. So so send Audible your scripted podcast, as well as documentary or investigative journalism. Sorry, no conversational shows or hosted interviews. I think Minority Corner, we've got that all covered here. So you've heard us talking about this for a few weeks now, and you know that there's a little voice in your head saying, do it, do it, do it. You might as well just go ahead and apply. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take, so do it, Corner Kids. Do it. Go to audible.com slash podcast pitch. Share your story today. Symbols of Kwanzaa, symbols of Kwanzaa, symbols of Kwanzaa, here they are. Yay! Yay! Okay, so now that we've gone through the different days and what they represent, I'm going to get you going with a starter pack of some of the shit that you need to celebrate Kwanzaa. (laughs) Here we go. Make that list. Check it twice. Just when you thought you were done decorating for the holidays, you ain't. (laughs) You ain't. You get to extend it a little bit longer. Maybe decorate a Christmas tree. Do a hybrid. That's kind of fun. Okay. Well, what do I need? Okay. So the first thing that you need is called Mazo. What's that? Or crops. Mm. So basically, crops. Well, you need fruits, nuts, vegetables. They they work as the base of the holiday, and they're patterned after the African harvest. So joy, sharing, unity, um, fruits of labor. So it kind of celebrates family, tribe, community. So basically, if you have like some nuts, some fruits, some I'm vegetables, allergic. Well, then no nuts for you. Okay, all right. But I've, you can do when your fruits I come, and vegetables. And so when a decade, I when we come for our TV special, you got Kwanzaa. Um, you better get those nuts out of there. Get, when you see me come in, I need you to like just push the nuts out. Oh wait, no, is but it... we quanta them, so it's okay. I just won't bring any nuts. But these. But is it nuts, every single nut? I just like you know. I don't like to experiment. I just like to you know. I have a nut phobia. Just because you know you've had one nut, you've had them all. What about okay. a coconut? Oh, that's fine. Oh yeah, so put some so coconuts yeah, you can out. Have a coconut. That's fine. What I like about that is that touches into your Jamaican heritage. See the African diaspora. Yes, I'm into it. And I also love like the decorations. It's like it's like you know it's about like sort of like giving and so like it's like Thanksgiving for an extra yes. seven days. Oh, I love it. It isn't just one day where you stuff yourself in a genocide of people in America. It's called celebrating African-Americans. Yeah, absolutely. With fruits and just, <laughs> you know, all that good shit. Uh, okay. I love it. Okay. Also, I do so, like how, like, in some of the history that I was studying is that the family is like mm-hmm. the tribe and the tribe is like the community. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Definitely. Because, I mean, tribes are so, they aren't so structured as they were in different parts of the world and in Africa as they are now. We kind of create our own tribes. Yeah. And so if you are not around your family at this time of the year, you can still create your own tribe with your friends and your neighbors and your support network. So it's basically just the people who create the fabric of who you are. Celebrate them by creating a spread of fruits, nuts, and vegetables. Spread them nuts. Okay, number two. (laughs) Did you just say spread them nuts? Yes, I did. <laughs> Stop it. Okay, the next one. Makeka. Ooh, good pronunciation. Makeka. Look at you. Thank you. She's doing it. What's that? Thank you. It's the placemat. Oh. So ba- basically, you got all these fruits, nuts, and vegetables, and you don't know what the hell you're going to put it on. So you need to get yourself a makeka, which is made from straw or cloth, and it comes directly from Africa and expresses history, culture, and tradition. I mean, not everybody's going to be able to get an African makeka, so I feel like if you just have a nice placemat, mm. that should be fine. And maybe... Um, it- and some sort of like maybe again like the goal and I know we're for some of you us it's a last minute Kwanzaa shop fest so you're like oh god I yes. just listened to this it's Friday you have like two days before right. Kwanzaa or three days um, but maybe like try to find something that you know it shouldn't be like a My Little Pony placement no let's try and make it nice I mean I don't want to knock anybody and prevent them from celebrating the holiday because they don't got something yes. Yes. But this might be a good opportunity on day 29, December 29th, to go to the African Mm. shop in your neighborhood to buy yourself a makeka. Beautiful. You could always upgrade in the middle of your Kwanzaa celebration. Mm. So, okay, history is built on tradition, work of others. So that's one way of celebrating is by getting a makeka, which is history because it's built by Africans and tradition because it's weaving. Mm -hmm. Um, If you have, there's also different types of material there's some that you might want to look out for. Kente cloth is a beautiful type of cloth that is traditionally African. You can use that. There's African mud cloth, which is a thicker material, not as intricately woven as kente cloth is. It's more of like a printed material that has that is used by dyeing different types of mud. I'm sure you guys have seen it. It's generally like a dark brown um, with different beautiful patterns. Um, kente cloth is more of a vibrant, like, yellow, green, red kind of pattern. Um, and Damn, other textiles from... You yeah. know your cloths and materials. I am impressed. I would not... I'm uh, crafty. She is so. a crafty lady. Ready for that creativity day. Yes. Um, so... Basically, you want to put a lot of the stuff that I'm going to be saying for these symbols directly on top of the makeka. And I'll go through that a little bit later on, too, in the list. All right, you ready for number three? Yeah, what's the third symbol on the third? The bunzi. Ooh, sounds fun. And this is an ear of corn. So now, I don't want you guys to get confused with the first one, which is the mazazo, which is fruits, nuts, and vegetables. That's just everything. Yeah. But the third symbol is important. It's the ear of corn, which is vibunzi, which is big. I would say most cultures celebrate corn. A lot of, a lot of cultures celebrate corn. We have an obsession with corn. And actually, in the U.S., we have too much corn. That's why there's corn in everything. I, there's like a documentary about like the dangers of we have too much corn. In America. Yes. Too much corn. You feed it but, to the cows. Well, here's here's something then. You could take this corn and just put it in your display, and then there you go. We're getting rid of some of it. Yeah. Or go and get some organic, holistic, delicious, non-GMO corn. Oh, that's an idea. 
so many different types of corn out there. Like, there's so many beautiful different types of corn, so many different types of flavor. Expand it. Don't just go and, I mean, oh. if you don't got a lot of money, I don't blame you. Just go and get an ear of corn to celebrate. But if you got a little bit of time and some money, go to your farmer's market. Find that pretty-ass, like, blue-black um multicolored corn mm. get it celebrate it yeah. live be creative be creative so what does corn represent what's it mean the stalk of corn it represents fertility and symbolizes that through the reproduction of children um the future hopes of the family are brought to life so okay you're not ready to have some kids Mm-mm. and you want to celebrate kwanzaa what do you do you got to have the seven Just symbols think of- Think of corn as just your hope in future generations. Right, yes, absolutely. Which makes sense. So instead of your own fertility, just the future generations of of the world and what we are passing on to them that we can't just only think of our own generation. We got to think about how this is going to, you know, push forward. Absolutely. And you know when we were when I was when I was looking into Kwanzaa, I was looking at this and when I got to this mm-hmm. one I was like, okay, this is a little heteronormative. And then yeah. I started doing some research on the history of African homosexuality. So that's coming little teaser. I did some research. It's oh, coming okay. to you next year in Minority Corner of the New Year. So I love that teaser. Little plug teaser, listen up. Um so if you have children, you and I don't think that this part like you can be whatever family and have children in it so That's you want to have an ear of corn for each child oh yeah you know what you're right because everything is about because like a lot of Kwanzaa is about the community and like this is where yeah. you literally get the phrase it takes a village from yeah and that like we're mm-hmm. all responsible for our children together so you're right I take back yeah. my pitchfork I take back my <laughs> yeah, your pitchfork. against the heteronormative pitchfork I take it back but I'm still gonna do that research and that expose um if you don't have any children um two ears of corn are still put on the makeka which is the mat because each family is responsible to the children of our community mm-hmm. so yes that's yeah. just your hopes and dreams and the children um I believe the children are future put listen corn to Whitney. on the makeka because we're responsible for the children using Speaking your corn. Of, yes. Why aren't there more R&B pop singers singing Kwanzaa, Kwanzaa songs? songs? We're looking at you. Patty, do I need to write this on the cute? She's still late. She's supposed to sing our Kwanzaa song, Patty LaBelle. I know, she's still not here. My spread she... is getting cold. <laughs> she was supposed to be here. But there should be more like R&B Kwanzaa songs. Brandy, what are you doing? Well, she's trying to... Nothing. Well, she's trying to get... She's still fighting with her record label. That's what the phrase free Brandy oh. comes in. It's a hashtag. Oh. Well, she's being kind of bitchy to Monica, so for <gasps> no reason. What? But they just recorded like a new song together like three years ago. Yeah, and apparently she's like mad at Monica the... about some shit. She's like talking shit on Instagram. Instagram. It's petty. Don't be mad at Monica. Brandy. Monica has breathing respiratory issues. Leave her alone. And you know what? I will, her... I will say this. The boy was hers, yes. Brandy. The boy was hers. <laughs> Even though not really, because I, I was a huge Monica fan. I was like, you know, back when you were a kid, you like hate the other. You can only like one thing. Everything is black and white. Like there's yeah, no gray I area. I was a Brandy fan. I was a Monica fan. I was livid when Mackay Pfeiffer showed up at the door of Brandy's. Because he did choose her. You were? I was like, mm-hmm, that's right. It is kind but... of fucked up. He does choose Brandy. And Monica's just like, I'm here too. <laughs> 
this is why I don't understand why Brandy has a problem with Monica. Like, clearly, Brandy won the pop star battle. She, like, why is she having an issue with Monica? She also got to release her album before Monica. The Boy Is Mine album came out before Monica. Monica had to release hers months later. You know what? I feel bad for Monica. And she actually, I didn't buy the Monica album at first because track track two was The Boy Is Mine. And then I looked down. Number nine was Take Him Back. I was like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I saved my allowance for two more That's weeks. That's smart. That's good. Okay, moving back to Kwanzaa. All right, back to the symbols. Little little Kwanzaa tangent break. Okay, so now we're going to the meat and potatoes. It is called Ooh, yeah. the Mishuma Saba. Mishuma Saba. Well done. Which are the seven candles. Mm-hmm. So as you remember, Kwanzaa has a um, a an African candelabra that you stick candles in. <laughs> Correct. Yes. Yes. The African camelot candelabra. And candles are a ceremonial object with two primary purposes: to recreate symbolic, symbolically the sun's power, and to provide light. So basically, like how in Hanukkah they light eight candles to celebrate the eight days of Hanukkah because that's how long the oil lasted for the traveling Jewish people at the time. We are we are lighting seven candles for Kwanzaa because it's symbolizes the sun's power so the sun gives us warmth gives us energy it's literally what causes our earth it's the reason why we're alive right now and so we Mm -hmm. are celebrating our lives and our sun and the warmth and knowledge through lighting these candles now you gotta have specific colors so there's yes you can't just be like here's my turquoise yeah no take your turquoise candles put them back in your closet here's my purple save it for your birthday here's my orange save it. fair enough <laughs> put them around your house and you can't like use your like scented yankee doodle candle or whatever no mm, these are specific these are specific so you need three red you need three green and you need one black i think this is what gets people tripped up about kwanzaa because we're starting to get into a lot of rules and regulations right now <laughs> <laughs> but they're just specific and here's the thing once you set yourself up you're, you're kind of good for a while and you just have your Kwanzaa closet box it's good. true get your Kwanzaa box out of your Kwanzaa corner in your Kwanzaa mm-hmm. closet get that Kwanzaa out of that corner <laughs> that is one of our Kwanzaa songs Ooh, I like that I'm <laughs> on our Kwanzaa album get that Kwanzaa out of that corner Kwanzaa 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 get that Kwanzaa out of the corner Kwanzaa, it's a Kwanzaa. dance beat it's like a 70s funky you know, I like it beat. it's our disco track okay so the black candle symbolizes Emoja, unity, which is the mm. first day. Um, the base of the basis of success and is lit on December 26th. So basically, you are lighting a candle every single day. Um, the three green candles, so first you light your black candle, then you light your green candles, and they represent Nia, Umoja, and Imani, and they're placed on the right of the Emoja candles, while the three red candles um, represent... Um, Oh my god, it's that one word. You can do it. Wait. Kujima. You can do Ku- it. <laughs> Come on. Kugi. Kugi You have the pronunciation. Yeah, oh yeah. Kugi Yes. That one. Yes, that. There you um, go. And then. Ujama. Ujama. And Kumba. then Kumba. Uh, and you pay, place those on the left. So you light one candle each day, and you basically, just to make it easy on yourself, you go back and... Is it back and forth? Or is it first three? Well, you do one for... I guess you would go... I guess you would color-coordinated whichever yeah. one, and you do that one next. So, yeah. So it does seem like it would go... I don't know the order. I'd have to look at the order of, like... I'm and you looking might at even, it. 
that first year, you might even need to put a little name tag next to which yeah. one is which for yourself. Until Just to like help a, you out. Your first year, it's your first trial run until you're like a Kwanzaa veteran. You're like, nope, that one's Nia. That oh, one's I got Ujama. it. Okay, this is it. So you want to do the first, the first three red candles, and then the last three are the green candles. Oh, okay. That makes sense. So you like black, and then you do red for three days, and then you do green oh, for three days. So just, okay, very, all right, I see. Yeah. And then, um, and remember when you light the candles, you talk, that's usually about the time when you're going to talk about the purpose of the day. Right. Yeah. Fire's mystique, like the sun, is irresistible and can destroy or create with its mesmerizing, frightening, and mystifying powers. So the reason that we light candles, I think, also is because we are tribal people and in every single culture around the world is based off a storytelling around a fire. So mm. this is just a way of recreating that process of community by creating a tiny little neat candle fire. You yeah. don't want a bonfire in your house. No, just nice and safe and contained, and it's beautiful, and it's lovely and, and symbolic. Yes, and the colors rap- represent African gods, Ooh. which is really exciting. Yeah. So red is the color of Shango, the Yoruba god of fire. Ooh, Shango, Shango. I am into you. Shango is lit. Yeah, he's going to light it up. <laughs> so Shango is the god of thunderbolts. He lives up in the clouds and sends them down whenever he gets angry or upset. They just stole everything from us. I see you, Greek. I see you, Greek islands. I see you, Zeus. Oh, you mean Shango? Oh, do you, do you think that it's stolen or do you like, just think it's a division of, this, of a shared belief? Just in two separate parts of the world. That's true. The, I think, like, everybody everybody always has, like, some sort of, like, lightning god. And he's like, I guess if you are, like, some ancient civilization, you see that lightning come down, it's fucking terrifying. Yeah. And you believe in the heavens, so you're like, oh, damn, the most all-powerful thing ever just did that. I yeah, because that like, shit, like, I mean... Because everybody seems like got... they have some sort of, like, leader king god or... Like, you know, that is angry and vengeful and, like, throws down lightning bolt. Because lightning's scary as fuck. Lightning bolt. Lightning bolt. They're, like, LARPing. They like that. God's just okay. LARPing. Um, black. Uh, can you guess what black is? Black is for the people. This is for my people. Yes. Uh, my earth people. Uh, my black people. Uh. <laughs> that is a, another, another hit off of, of our, our Kwanzaa, Kwanzaa album. album. Can you, and it's just called, <laughs> Can You Guess What Black Is? And that's, yes. <laughs> that's and it's song. got an interlude with you and literally black- doing that, and then I just we just jump right into it. It's a big club banger. I love it. It's a good. It's gonna be. It's gonna watch out, all you disco techs. <laughs> We're coming I'm for you. you. Um, so basically, black is for people, earth, source of light, representing hope, creativity, faith, and denoting messages of the opening and closing of doors. So basically. It is the salt of the mm. earth. It is what light creates. Mm-hmm. And then green. Green represents earth that sustains our life and provides hope, divination, employment, and fruits of the harvest. I love that. So it's like really getting back to the earth and like, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. global warming, y'all. It's not it, a myth. So it's not like a myth. also this holiday celebrates, you know, getting back to, you know, earth. That's beautiful. I love it. Okay, so... You need to put all these damn candles in their representations. You mean I can't just lay them on my mat and call it a day? No. Oh, my God. You need a candle holder or an African candelabra 
called Kinara. <laughs> yeah, even. I, where am I going to get this candelabra from? <laughs> Literally, you can find a Kinara anywhere. It's like the one thing for Kwanzaa that they got at Target. Oh, that's true. So, and if Candles you, sold separately. Yeah. That's how they get you. That's how they nickel and dime you for everything. Damn it. So get a Kinara. And you know what? Even if you, you, this year you may not have a Kinara. You might just need to put seven candle holders up. That's fine. I'm going to say that's mm-hmm. fine. Um, but if you take the time, go to your local African shop, go drive through the black neighborhood of town, mm-hmm. find that African neighbor, neighborhood shop that might have, you know, some incense and oils and African black castor oil and some soaps or whatever. Step in there. Go look in there. Say hi to her working in there or him. And then oh, yeah. buy some other local goods that are in there because you never know what you're going to find that might be actually way more interesting and cool than going to Target. Yeah. And also some of you might already be in the, the neighborhood and you've got the African store and you know where to go. Just go get it. Just go get it. You you have been sitting on a gold mine of Kwanzaa apparel and you know that every year you're like, damn, I should have been celebrating that Kwanzaa. Well, you've now heard it. The battle cry. Yes. The celebration. Go celebrate your people, y'all. If you are in the Bay Area right now and you're listening to this, Emeryville has an African shop right there on Bay Street. Go in there. Um, Oakland has plenty. You have no excuse. If you live no in Concord, just drive your ass to Oakland. It is time to celebrate this easy-to-do holiday for your people. And it's going to be cool. It's going to make you feel hella better about life because, like, this shit has been feeling weird and wonky, and we need to feel good about our blackness and our black culture. And this holiday, your family will appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So. It is so true. So get your Kanaram. And then also, for your Unity Cup, you want to get Ooh. the Kukumbe Cha Umoja. Mm. That is called the special cup. It is what you do to perform when you do your lip, your unity drink or tambico libation. Mm. Yeah. And um, you pour and also remember to pour some out for your homies. So forget pour some that for the deceased members. That's so important. Otherwise, just kind of fucks it up. Like, don't be greedy. Don't There's be greedy. Later. This is about community. And we're a community yeah. with the deceased as well. Okay, and then the last one, last symbol. You ready? Okay, last one. Zwadi or gifts. Yay! There are presents. There are presents. Mm-hmm. I want some Zuwadi. There are I presents. I want some Zuwadi. Zuwadi for you. Zuwadi for me. <laughs> Zuwadi for you, you, and you. That one was written by Oprah. Oh, good job. You get you get some Zuwadi. You get Zuwadi. You get Zuwadi. You get Zuwadi. <laughs> Everybody's walking away with Zuwadi. Zuwadi. Okay, so we celebrate Imani on the seventh day of Kwanzaa. So remember, this is the seventh day. And then we give oh Zuwadi on Imani. So we're giving gifts on the last day of Kwanzaa to encourage growth Sweet. and self-determination, achievement, and success. And also, it's like commitment because you got to make it to the seventh day, otherwise, you don't get a gift. You don't get no Zawadi if you don't make it. So if, you if you conk out on day four, no Zawadi yeah. for you, motherfucker. Nope. Sorry, Mr. Zawadi. <laughs> I'm just going to toss it in this river. Okay. <laughs> so, gifts to celebrate and promote accomplishments. So, this is like not just like for consumerism, this is to actually empower and celebrate. So, if somebody got a job, get them a briefcase or. Mm. 
make them a briefcase because handmade gifts are encouraged. Yeah, I kind of like, unless you're hella good, I appreciate the thought, but I just got this like really nice lawyer high powering job and yeah. I don't need my briefcase falling apart on my first day of work. <laughs> just saying. I gotta make a good impression. <laughs> it's your own choice. It's just, I remember that this is one of the stereotypes that I heard about Kwanzaa all the time. People were like, I don't want to celebrate Kwanzaa because you gotta make your own gifts. It is just encouraged to make your own gifts. Right. It is not a to. hard and fast rule. But I do love that. It's like, first of all, it makes you really check in with the person. So you can't just go to like Walgreens and be like, oh, here's an oven mitt. Right. Like, are they a cook? Did they tell you that they actually hate cooking and you giving them this oven mitt is actually rude and insensitive? Exactly. So like, you got to really know these people and like, you got to know the people that you're exchanging gifts with. And like, I love that like idea of like empowering what they're already doing. Yes. Are they like a painter? Are they like, man, I really want to get into painting. You buy them some paintbrush and some paint and some paper exactly or like uh you they're like i want to get into writing and you buy them a book about writing like things that are going to help empower them into the new year yeah so a zawadi not only is it just a gift it's a gift to actually is meaningful empowering to the person so that's like the main point of it is like one i think it's truly beautiful because the whole celebration of kwanzaa is about like oh community and coming together being tribe celebrating us together but also a zawadi is a celebration of self within that community because mm. i mean it takes good fabric to weave into a beautiful blanket so so you need to be your own strong thread in order to play a part in a community. And Zawadi is basically saying, thank you for being a strong participant a in this, yeah, in this fabric. That is, your metaphor is beautiful. I was also just quoting Golden Girls because you said, thank you for being a friend. Aw. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you for, for being, being a, a friend. friend. Kwanzaa episode, Golden Girls. Yeah. Um, That is dope. I love that. I love all of this, actually. I can't even lie. I can't lie either. I'm enjoying this. This is like... I feel like warm and fuzzy. I feel like... And like, I, what I love about Kwanzaa, actually, like, I am a true believer. I'm so glad we went on this, like, magical... I feel like th today, more than ever, mm -hmm. you and I were like lived up to learn, laugh, and play. We, we did! We grabbed hands, we went on a Kwanzaa adventure, and we discovered this Kwanzaa magic together. It's so true. And because I have to give you props, James, because this was your idea. And you came to me with this idea, and I was like, yeah, this is great. And I was thinking maybe it would just be fun for one segment. But the fact that, like, you encouraged and did the research for a whole episode, I'm like, I feel really, I feel very proud to be black right now. Me too. And that's, like, this is like one holiday that you can't even get like all bah humbuggy about or something, you know, because it's so not commercial and it's so about personal enrichment. Yeah. Like, this holiday is so dope and so beautiful that like, it's like a welcoming to like, you know, most people are kind of upset and bitter by the end of a year. Right. This, so is this is like a, a recharge. Way to like recharge, wrap it up, come together and start get new some great energy going into the new year. Absolutely. If, so if you are bitter about Kwanzaa after reading all of this, you're a dick. Like I was a dick. I wasn't really bitter about Kwanzaa. I just didn't know anything and I was just kind of silly know. about it. It was ignorant. And so I think this is like part of the education about it. So yeah, I, uh, yeah, so this is awesome. I, I, I hope everybody has a great Kwanzaa. Me too. And if you do celebrate Kwanzaa, maybe send us a picture. Send us a picture of your spread. Yeah, so you should definitely. Po 
I would love we can engage in the corner kids uh, about like send photos or different things that like you could even we can spark the discussion within the minority corner playground about like what the different things mean to we can celebrate Kwanzaa together minority corner I love it and each day you can tell us maybe different ways that you're celebrating each of the different um, you know principles yeah, let's spread this around. You can, like, let's put it on social media. Let's like really, you know, let the masses know that Kwanzaa is. We're gonna. You got Kwanzaa world. You got Kwanzaa America. Well, there it is. Y'all got Kwanzaa once again. This Kwanzaa special means so much to me. As I have mentioned, you know, me and my family started celebrating this amazing tradition. Some years were more successful at it than others, but we do put a valiant effort, depending on how much we're all getting along. But this year, we're definitely doing it. Just such a beautiful holiday and tradition, an opportunity for reflection, family togetherness, and you know, I always find, especially if you're not feeling the holiday season, which some of us maybe are not, I think that Kwanzaa is just such a great, it's just different. There's no card fluff. There's no commercialization about it. It is literally just about coming together and reflecting. And for whatever family, I say celebrate this Kwanzaa, even if you're like, oh my gosh, I'm already late. Do what you can. Do the days that you can. Gather your people around. And our families make and take different shapes and forms. Maybe some of us, you know, because of our family's closed heart and fears and struggles that they're on, maybe we can't do it with our given families. But we all have our our families, whatever shape that they take take form, whether it's our, our chosen family or, you know, whatever that looks like, gather them around this year. Do these traditions, do these holidays, even just gathering around and having these discussions and finding the candles that you can light. We definitely have a makeshift uh, Kwanzaa uh, set. That- yeah, I just got us three green candles, three red ones and a black one, and boom, we were ready to go. Got my makeka, just a really cute little you know mat. You can make it your own, so gather around and... If you are not of African descent, don't wear an African dashiki. I'm just, I don't think you should do it. I had an ex-boyfriend. He was very white and asked if he could wear his African dashiki to the Black Panther red carpet premiere. I was like, what? This is going in my stand-up. So avoid that, but you can celebrate it without having to go full on white girl at Coachella. So anyways, Kwanzaa, it's all about coming together, reflecting, shedding the shackles and the pain of the past year and speak into existence. This pain year is so much pain. I couldn't imagine a better way to wrap up the year and gain clarity of what you're hoping for the next year as individuals um, engaging in a communal society and how we're also going to care for ourselves and others through these seven guiding principles. And you can do it through Zoom. So it's so easy. Actually, it makes it even easier because sometimes it's a bit of a commitment. You're like, I got to go to your house every day. Uh-uh. Give me the Zoom. Okay, we're going to get to our final tweet of the year. This comes from at Alexis BCA. And they wrote, at Minority Quarter, thanks for your list for top things in 2020. You are one of my favorite things of this year. I found the podcast when I was trying to educate myself. So thanks for helping me with my learning. And I think John Lewis deserves a spot on the heroes list as well. Thank you, Alexis, for that. I got to read, look at the uh, listen to the episode. John Lewis isn't. He should have been on the heroes list. I might have said the wrong name or something. Okay, well, John Lewis was definitely on my list. Uh, Fact check if I didn't say it. 
he definitely was. He has been such an inspiration for this year and this, you know, year. For you, John, we uh, he just has inspired us to to all pick up that torch and pick up the reins and, and do better. So thank you for Alexis. Thank you for being one of our favorite things. We really appreciate that. And this is going to do it for us, y'all. This is our last episode of the year. And we'll actually be taking the first two weeks off in January to recoup. Uh, you're, you know, you need to take a break. Too much, you know, Minority Corner. It's, you know, it's good for you, but uh, we need a break. So it's been just what a year. What a year. Thank you all for the, especially so many. We grew our Minority Corner family this year. So thank you to all of you who, who joined this year. And we did it. We made it. So we're going to reboot. We're going to restore. Take care of yourself for the end of this year, uh, throughout the end of this holiday season, this Kwanzaa season. Take some time to reflect and think about who you were what happened this year for you and what you want to bring into the new year how did you grow how did you learn what are you taking into the new year that serves you and what are you leaving behind that does not how are you going to show up for others and yourself this year step into your greatness because the world needs it that is it a big thank you to our editor sarah brown and sam jackson our social media person and thank you to all of the Maximum Fun listeners and uh, everyone at Max Fun. And happy end of the year. Happy Kwanzaa. Y'all got Kwanzaa. And we'll see you in the new year. I love you so much. Be safe. Be well. You got Kwanzaa. <laughs>